Hey, this is Silicon Valley Beat. I'm Annie Gauss. You can buy almost anything your heart desires on Amazon, with a few exceptions, but now you can also buy yourself a entire new house. A tiny house, but a house nonetheless. For about 36... Hey, this is Silicon Valley Beat. I'm Annie Gauss. You can buy almost anything your heart desires on Amazon, with a few exceptions, but now you can also buy yourself a entire house. A tiny house, but a house nonetheless. For about 36 grand, you can purchase a prefab tiny home, which is basically a shipping container with some bells and whistles. They are fully furnished with a toilet, sink, kitchenette, and double patio doors, and also come with some bunk beds. They're fully insulated, heated, and 320 square foot. So nothing fancy, but with a $3,700 shipping charge, it is a house for under 40 grand. And it's being marketed as a vacation or remote home. For what it's worth, the reviewers seem to like it pretty well, with one of them noting you can combine a few for a custom house. However, if this piques your interest and you also have 40K to burn, do make sure to check the permitting laws or property guidelines in your state to make sure you actually have somewhere to put it. Thanks for listening. This is Silicon Valley Beat. Alphabet has a lot of so-called moonshot projects. These are big initiatives that are generally not big moneymakers, at least at the start, but big in terms of innovation. One of these is something called Project Loon, which was launched a few years ago as part of Google X, which is Alphabet's one-time division for so-called moonshot projects. It's now called X. But what Project Loon does is make solar-powered balloons that send down internet access to a certain area below. They're described as floating cell towers in the sky, and they have been deployed on a limited basis in places like Sri Lanka, Peru, and now Puerto Rico. In fact, in the recent aftermath of Hurricane Maria, Alphabet asked for permission to send Project Loon to Puerto Rico to provide internet access to victims. And in a filing, they identified themselves as Loon Inc., which was interesting. Um, It was first noticed by Business Insider. And what that means is that they're going hard with this Loon thing, potentially, and potentially spinning it out as its own company. So they got the green light to float over Puerto Rico. And the fact that it's incorporated separately from Alphabet may suggest that they want to use it in more places and perhaps turn it into one of those money-making projects. They were deployed after flooding in Peru um, recently, but that doesn't mean that solar internet balloons will necessarily work everywhere. They also need a telecom partner on the ground in the country to pour the signals to ultimately work, and that can obviously be challenging in disaster response. So they got the go-ahead this week, but it could be a bit longer before we see this internet deployed in earnest and actually going into effect at a large scale, if it does. Thanks for listening. This is Silicon Valley Beat. Hey, this is Silicon Valley Beat. I'm Annie Gauss. Twitter is in hot water again and again, promising to take a stand and clarify rules around harassment and abuse on its platform. This really feels like a broken record at this point, but this time it has to do with the anger around Harvey Weinstein, the Hollywood heavyweight, 
and the multiple allegations of sexual assault or misconduct over several decades that came out this week. If you somehow miss this, Weinstein is one of the most powerful people in Hollywood. He's the co-founder of Miramax Films and the Weinstein Company, and he has, in fact, just been fired from his company by the board after this flood of allegations against him came out this week. Now, Rose McGowan was one of the actresses who reached a settlement with him a while back, and Twitter suspended her account this week after a series of tweets critical of Weinstein and also of Ben Affleck, the actor, accusing the latter of lying when he said he didn't know about the abuse over all these years. So then Twitter suspended her account, saying that she had tweeted a private phone number, and it's not immediately clear which tweet this was connected to. But regardless, it all sparked quite the backlash and new promises from Twitter that they would be more clear about what really violates their terms and what doesn't when it comes to threats, abuse, violent talk, these sorts of things. In the broader view, Twitter has been accused many times of having inconsistent enforcement and policies when it comes to these kinds of threats. Jack Dorsey, Twitter CEO, said in a series of tweets this week that Twitter will be rolling out new standards around things like sexual content, hate speech, threats of violence, things like that. But the top response to the tweet was from a user called Gigamesh, who suggested, quote, follow your own terms of service and ban real Donald Trump. And I think we all know who that is referring to. What do you think Twitter is doing right and wrong? Why do you think they've done such a seemingly poor job of enforcing rules over the years? Why are they always getting criticized for this? Let me know your take. I would love to hear it. Thanks for stopping by. This is Silicon Valley Beat.